welcome to our podcast, She Inspires. A podcast created to inspire community, connection, empowerment, and courage. Designed for women who are committed to standing tall, living bravely, dreaming big, and celebrating life fully. I'm Gina Marie. Hi guys, I'm Haley. Hey! Hey yo! Hey yo! We're so happy to be back with you. I feel we like so we haven't happy. recorded in a long time. It seems that way. What we're doing. And we're doing it now with two fabulous friends. Fabulous friends, fabulous females, fabulous fellow podcasters. Ooh, oh my gosh, tell them about that. Tell them Maria and Janan in the house. Maria and Janan, who dis? Who dis? Hello, ladies. Hi. This is (laughs) Janan and Maria. Otherwise known as Maria and Janan. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Two different circles. Oh my gosh, amazing. Well, we're so happy to have you guys on here. These guys are also fellow podcasters. Mm -hmm. We are, yeah. New, New to the biz. Professionals, yes, already. Profesh. I would, you know, someone told us that what defines us as professionals is we're paid for it, and yeah. as of right now, we make twenty dollars a month. You do, so, oh, yes. sweet. Yeah, Kill how'd you do that? Uh, we have patrons. We have patrons. Uh, yeah. People who sign up to give we us a certain, them, but we call them blanket we ninjas. Call them blanket ninjas. Okay, I like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So sweet. it's amazing. Yeah. And through their contributions, we're able to like buy better equipment, um, do bigger shows, uh, answer more questions. Da da da. For and sure. they get rewards for however much they pay us. <gasps> Amazing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Kayla, Started from the bottom. Now beautiful. we're here. $20, $20 a month. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Well, you guys, what are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about being ourselves and staying true to ourselves. Mm. Oh, I love it. Love it. Oh God. Love it. I don't know about you guys, but I am me. I'm and very me. <laughs> I think we can agree that we are very ourselves at this table. This is yeah. a table full of selves. This is. We are true to ourselves. Okay. How did this topic come about? So first of all, when, uh, I guess one of you reached out to Janan and Janan was just like, all right, Maria, this is going to happen. What are we going to talk about? And we threw around like, I think a thousand different topics mm-hmm. and things that we wanted to talk about. And we decided, you know, it's Pride Month. Mm-hmm. It's still technically Pride mm-hmm. Month. And uh, yeah, when this episode comes out, it will be post Pride Month. It will be post Pride Month, also maybe. known as Pride Month, because it's twelve months of the year. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, just a happy Pride always. And yeah. I will tell you this: this episode's coming out ASAP. Oh, sweet! So before oh, the month perfect. is out, this so is it's coming. It's still it's Pride perfect. Month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's still so it's it stemmed up from that, right? But we didn't just want to say, "Oh, we're gay." Let's talk about that, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was what's actually deeper and behind all of that. And what we landed on was staying true to ourselves, being mm. ourselves. <gasps> okay. Tell our audience a little bit about you. They may not know you. How can you not, audience? <laughs> the audience. That's Janan staying true to herself. <laughs> being true to Janan. <laughs> go first. You go first. I go first. So I am Maria. Mm-hmm. I am 29, was born and raised in South America, in Ecuador, Mm. and I'm now here in Houston. I am a yoga teacher, though I don't teach currently. Mm -hmm. I'm in the 300 hour with uh, Jean and Haley. Mm -hmm. What else? I... I have a real normal people's job. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a normal people's... Tell Tell them what it is. I do IT consulting. Oh, wow. It's, 
She's a professional. Yeah. Professional. She gets more than $20 a month for that. It's <laughs> most months. <laughs> uh, commissions, thanks. Uh-huh. And um, I love soccer. Oh. I do. That is probably one of my biggest obsessions. And now that the World Cup's going on, it's like, it's so hard to like concentrate and work mm. when I have like two different games playing at the same time. Oh Try not to watch it and concentrate. It's mm-hmm. great. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I, mean, I have the experience of being the wife that's bothering the husband watching TV. <laughs> like, you want a sandwich? Can I get you yes. another beer? And then I'm looking around like, what has my life become? <laughs> Just what is going on? Joking. That's Join a club. We both make sandwiches equally. We, we do. We, we practice equality in this household. We, we both yeah. make sandwiches. <laughs> Whose turn is it to make the sandwich? Yeah. I like that. I'm so, a fan. Me. I am Janan. Hi. Hi. Dijanon. I have an abnormal people's job. I teach yoga for a living. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I also am making my way into the stand-up comedian world. Um, Ooh, not a professional yes. yet. Uh, well, I was paid for it once. But anyway, uh, I also am in a band with Jessica Zoller. Uh, we're called Light Shadow Light, and we are just starting to play shows. What else do I do? And we do the podcast together. We do the podcast together. They're wondering. married, everyone. They're married, yeah. Man, <laughs> that is what I want everyone to know yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're here as a single unit. We're inseparable. Yes. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Divorce is just not a thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't believe in it. No. How did y'all meet? We met on... Question. I'm just kidding. Not, not, not on topic. I, 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 I don't know. I'm curious. I'm curious. I don't know. That's okay. It's, it's a I'm funny curious. story. We met on Tinder. That's fine. Did you? Yeah, kind well, of. Well, there's a little bit we of a We knew of each other from Tinder. Tinder. That's no, we didn't so really, like, actually. So, long story short, we had a first date set up, and she stood me up, so. Yeah, I'm not bad. I- <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Legitimately wow. I just, you know, when you're dating on Tinder, those things happen, so I just wrote it off like that was a fail and went on to many other first dates over the next few months. Um... <laughs> Four months after that, I was going through my phone and I saw a Maria in there. I didn't know who, she, who it was. like, And so I decided to send her a random Snapchat. Oh, I love that. Yeah, and just and, and was just like bored at the airport. And she Snapchats back. I'm at a different airport, also bored. And I realized <laughs> that it's a really hot girl that stood me up. And she's somehow now talking to me. So we start Snapchatting. We talked. Yeah. For like three weeks. On Snapchat alone. It was like... Click wow. picture. So how's your day going today? Yeah, fine. <laughs> and uh, decided to meet up, had our first date, and three dates after that, we moved in together. No. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. This is very important. <laughs> three dates in. Three dates in. Same three week. weeks on Snapchat, week. and then three dates in. Oh yeah. my gosh. And I love we got that. Engaged one year, year after, after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And we've been married for one year. Our one year anniversary is in three days, four days. Yeah. Phenomenal. Congratulations. Thank you. That's very exciting. Yeah. Okay, that's I mean, super interesting. That is too. There, there's something that's really interesting about that too. And, and like in you guys in what we're talking about today is like staying true to yourselves. You guys basically just like, screw it, we're doing this. Yeah. Did yeah. other people have things to say about that? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. A lot. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And being two brown girls, by the way, everyone, I'm half... Palestinian, half mm-hmm. redneck. No, I'm just but I am half white. My country or my my uh, white family is very country, yeah. like from the deep south. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, so, but being two people of brown descent, uh, coming out was 
had its challenges mm-hmm. and various aspects. And mm-hmm. then saying that we're going to get married and live together had its challenges as well. And so it was a testament to really staying true to ourselves during that time, which had we not like done the work of staying true to ourselves mm-hmm. pr- prior to meeting each other. Um, for me, it was through yoga. Through Maria, it was through her being a just a freaking badass, basically, mm-hmm. all around, that we were able to like come together, mm-hmm. support one another in doing it, and here we are now, happily yeah. married. Our, I don't know if our families are happy. They haven't complained. So yeah. You know. Things are in... They stopped. They stopped, so... Mm-hmm. I have this disaster in my head of what my life looked like coming mm-hmm. out as gay, mm-hmm. being raised mm-hmm. Muslim. And, like, I just thought, like, I might be stoned to death by someone mm-hmm. who disagreed with my lifestyle. And, yeah, so the picture of how I had it before is wildly different than it is now. It's actually pretty dang awesome yeah. living my life out loud. Yeah. Mm. yeah. That's beautiful. Mm. Oh, I love that. I love that, too, because it is. There's what you point to is so interesting, Janan. It's. It seems more challenging, like what you said, to live your life out loud, like to like stand up and speak mm-hmm. to who you are, to what you believe in, when in fact, I sense it's the opposite. In my mm-hmm. experience, it's more challenging hiding oh my gosh, or trying yeah. to fit in yeah. or yeah. attempting to be something you're not is more stressful, mm-hmm. is more um, tumultuous yeah. than I mean, it I is to be who you are. I was yeah. miserable before I came out. Yeah. Absolutely miserable. Like, on in a deep, deep depression. Like, mm-hmm. spiraling down, doing a whole bunch of drugs. Mm-hmm. That, that's one thing that my mom actually told me when I came out to my mom. She, like, at first was just like, oh, my God, what, this? Oh, my God, religion, that, Bible, this, you know, and all that. And then she was like, wait, that totally explains, like, your behavior growing up as a mm-hmm. teenager and, like, your depressions and everything. It's like, oh, I get it now. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know what was happening and I didn't know how to help you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, well, you know, it wow. is what it is. Right. When was the moment you think, and this is a question for all of us, is when was the moment that you, you think that you really felt like yourself? Like, is there a moment in time when you, at one point... Maybe even, it could be even looking back or just in the moment, you're like, wow, this is me. Like, mm-hmm. this is who I really am. Well, I mean, first of all, the work of being true to myself doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, human life, I believe, is like cyclical. Like, there's always going to be work to do. Otherwise, we would become perfect beings and life would be very boring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There'd be no story, no yeah. cool thing to live through. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, um, yeah. It's always happening, and though from, like, I grew up uh, raised very religiously. I wore a headscarf for four years, Mm -hmm. in fact, um, by my own choice, uh, because I thought that's what I was supposed to do. And so then I ended up taking it off at about 17 and started going into a lifestyle of, like, drugs and partying, Mm -hmm. um, because then that's what I thought I was supposed to do to, like, deal with my feelings and not go along with society's Mm -hmm. uh, pull and push. So the moment I really realized, oh, this is who I am, I, it, it was a miracle, it seems to me, like the way things are so serendipitous. I ended up in yoga not knowing what yoga was. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, I actually showed up to my first yoga class wearing Taekwondo 
uniform because I thought it was martial arts. <laughs> <laughs> like like the belt and the... What? <laughs> give me a visual. Oh my God, you give it to us. So I was in Olympic style sport Taekwondo for a few years and I was um, training for the Olympics. So when I trained, we were like, oh it was God. like not super traditional. So I did wear the full gi in an actual like battle, I don't, not a battle, yeah. but spar or whatever. Yeah. But when I was practicing, you wore a t-shirt, but the pants, you wore the Taekwondo big white pants. Mm -hmm. So I showed up at the studio in a t-shirt and the big white pants. <gasps> Believe it or not, they're amazing for yoga. And I wore <laughs> them for six months afterward because they worked out really great. I would and I didn't just have money to love buy. to see that. I would yeah. just love to see that. <laughs> bring them back. I'm considering. Yeah. Bring them yeah. back, Janana. So. Yes. It's like the yoga them. uniform. <laughs> it, it literally, I mean, it's meant, you're yeah. meant to be able to kick above your head with them. Mm -hmm. They work. For yeah. yoga. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, I went to that first yoga class, and it was like when you do one of those things where everything locks into place and a sudden realization happens, and I felt indescribably right. Like that was where I was meant to be, and what I was meant to do it was like a gong got hit, and a chink of light like shined down upon me. And I, even though like right at that moment, my life is still in, in basically shambles from hiding so much. Uh, that was the turning point for me, like mm -hmm. right then and there in my first yoga class. Mm -hmm. And then going from there all the way to teacher training, all the way to coming out to my dad, all the way to meeting Maria, like that first year of yoga was a really epic journey of mm -hmm. continuing to find myself like more and more, like peel layers and layers and layers mm -hmm. off. Because mm -hmm. um, in Baptist yoga, we learn the first thing to do is seek the truth. So I feel like there's that moment where I was like, boom, oh, I'm supposed to seek the truth. And then from there, I like opened up myself. Mm -hmm. And I still really am to this day, six years yeah. later. That was mm -hmm. six years later. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my moment. Ooh, I love Taekwondo it. yoga. <laughs> Taekwondo <laughs> yoga was <laughs> it. Those pants just loving Anyone else have one? Do you have one, GM? You know, I think. I like what you said, Janan, about how it was like kind of like an appealing the layers off. But I have to say that also, I think the biggest uh, tool in discovering who I really am has been yoga, like mm -hmm. hands down. And I think because for so long in my life, I was um, trying to be someone other than myself in the sense of I did a lot of performing growing up. That's what I was doing, this musical theater. And my voice was just different. And my acting was different than a lot of people that I was in school with. And I would try to make my voice sound like theirs. Mm -hmm. I would try to act yeah. like how they were. So that I was that musical theater um, performer that would eventually be hired for shows and blah, 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 blah. And it really took a toll on me. And um, because I was trying so hard to be someone else, like, I didn't get any of the opportunities that I wanted because yep. they just weren't a right – they weren't – I wasn't the right fit. Yeah. Um, and that was really hard on me and I, and I lost a lot of confidence in myself because of that. Um, however, when I got into yoga and I was really able to reconnect to myself and like discover who I, who I was, then actually surprisingly is when I was able to connect back to my voice and my singing and my performing and my art. Um, so I would have to say yoga was a big mm -hmm. part of it for me. Like it's. And it still is, like you're saying. Like every oh – God, I learned so much on the mat constantly. Um, so, yeah, I would have to say it was yoga. Mm -hmm. I mean, <laughs> yoga is such a practice of going inward. Yes. It only makes sense. Literally, Because yeah. you can't be true to yourself if you don't know yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
And I feel like sometimes it like really like uh, hits me over the head too. You know, like I'll get these realizations and I'm like, oh my God. And so usually I turn over to Haley, you know, uh-huh. after Shavasana and I'm like, oh my God, listen to what I learned about myself uh-huh. just now. And some of it is, is really beautiful things and some of it is is not as pretty, you know, and I have to work through it. So I think for me, I mean, yoga is definitely such an integral part of my journey and my journey to myself too. And I've shared this before that yoga, unlike anything else in my entire life has allowed me to like connect into my soul and to like who I am. And my moment, the most recent moment where I feel like I felt most myself was about a year ago today. Actually, we left tomorrow. We'll be be ready. Instagram followers for all sorts of throwback posts from me. Oh, it was. It, it is Thursday. Is um a year ago tomorrow we left for Panama. Oh yeah. And it was probably a year ago today or yesterday that I quit my job at the bank or I had my last day oh. at the bank. That's right. And um, that was a, a huge turning point for me is I feel like, and I mean, shoot, this happened when I was, how old am I right now? 29. You know, that happened, this all happened when yeah. I was 28 Wait. last year. A year ago. Oh. Yeah. Because I think I would have been 20. Like, we are not 30. Dreamer's like, wait, you're as old as I am. Stop it. <laughs> um, no, because I turned 30. Oh, I turned 30 last year, so I've been 29. Mm-hmm. Um, when I left and I had a moment in Panama where I just felt like this is it. I like this is what I have been working towards and striving towards and moving towards. And I felt so free and so myself and so loved mm-hmm. and um and more than any of that just just myself mm. I felt more myself and I was working harder than I've ever worked like me Nancy and Amara busted it those three weeks I can't, yeah and I was like every morning it was like five or six a.m to 10 or 11 and, yeah. and we just went non-stop and like the three of us couldn't stop smiling you know, and of course we were in this beautiful, this beautiful setting with beautiful humans. Yet I I know, and I'll speak for myself, is that, that I just felt so connected to what I was designed to do. Mm-hmm. And it's actually, and it was that moment that that was a choice for me. I chose to quit my job. And a lot of, I think I've shared on the podcast before, but I didn't have a job lined up at big when I came back. And like when I went to Panama, it was, I went there on my own I didn't get paid to go to Panama and do that yet. You know, they flew me there and I, you know, ate and was fed and (laughs) sustained and had an amazing experience. But still, you had an apartment that you, right. And I, I took, that was my, like my leap of faith or my moment of courage to trust myself of like being myself. I was like, you know what, Haley, just trust yourself. Mm -hmm. Like you got this. And as soon as I let go of that, like worry and the concern of not having, you know, a big girl nine to five job and like being in the corporate and like having everything lined Mm -hmm. up for me, things started lining up for Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. And I feel very similar to how you are, Janan, of like, once I made that choice and I was there, it was like, things just start like this last year. I can't believe it's only been a year. Mm -hmm. It seems like my life has evolved so much because I have, and I've just come into my own more than I ever have before. Yeah. I love that. That's beautiful. It's like locking into the the flow of things mm-hmm. and rather than resisting it. 
Because, mm-hmm. you know, the flow of how everything moves, this might get really deep here in a second. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> y'all be us. ready. <laughs> how, the flow of how everything moves is like the undercurrent under everything. It's like what makes electrons move around the center of the atom, mm-hmm. right? And the flow at that deep of a level, like it goes underneath identity. It goes underneath my thoughts. It goes underneath the thing, the, the ego self, the smaller self that... Um, is concerned more with just like doing, like getting things done, like having a job, making mm-hmm. money, and that's fine. But but connecting with that flow underneath means a like accepting oneself, and then b like like locking into that flow and letting that be the current, right? That carries the smaller self. So mm-hmm. then, um, I mean, some people call that the law of attraction. Yeah. It's like other words for going mm-hmm. with the flow. I was trying to think of what it was. Mm-hmm. And I know in the Tao Te Ching, they, it always talks about or references water and the flow and how it flows mm-hmm. as that basically describing what Janan is saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there's this giant ocean beneath mm-hmm. everything that we do. And it's only when we allow ourselves to like fall back into that ocean mm-hmm. that then we can come out powerfully and be like, oh, no, I'm like charged up with the entire ocean mm-hmm. of power mm-hmm. behind me. Yeah. And uh, I have a question for everybody, mm-hmm. if, that's, if that's okay. And yeah. we gotta let have Maria say hers as well. Okay. Go ahead. And then your question. And then your question, because I <laughs> love questions, John. Your question. Uh, for me, the way I've experienced like staying true to myself and when it actually hit me, I think it's been in stages. Mm. If that's, I, I'm not sure if that's the best way of describing it. Almost like chapters, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like in this point of my life, when I was a kid, it was like, okay, I know I'm different. And that's okay. I don't know what that is. Mm. You know, I don't know what it means. I don't know how that's definitely not wasn't thinking my future and how that was going to play out. And then moving here to the States, because it happened right when high school was starting. And I was like, yeah, definitely not into men. That's just like very clear to me. <laughs> she knows. Like very clear to me. And okay, that's okay. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I've sort of like in these stages, like I hit my max and I was like, okay, I'm okay with this. And once I felt very okay with it right and I mean not just like oh yeah no it's cool I mean like really with Mm -hmm. every cell of my body I was like yes I'm okay I accepting who I am and not worrying about what it's going to look like or what other people are going to say then I moved on to the next stage which was like okay I'm going to be dating women now Mm -hmm. right and started dating women and I was still in that mindset because even up until I didn't come out to my parents until after Janana and I started dating, because he was like, "Hey, mom, I'm gay and I'm getting married to a woman." <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit of a shock, but I mean, it was yeah. I didn't I didn't want the drama. I didn't want to mm. have to deal with my family. I was like, "Well, I just won't get married, and they don't need to know, and then everybody's happy, mm. right?" And then I met Janan, and I remember like literally, I was leaving work. And this is like three weeks into dating Janan, and I'm leaving work, and I'm like, I just start crying in my car, and I was like, why am I crying? Mm. And I was like, it's not hormones, like there's something here, I don't know what's happening, why am I crying? That's like always the first question. Yeah, am I on my period? It's like, what's happening? No. Gotta check my ass. <laughs> it's not, yeah, and I was crying, and I was like, why am I crying? This is so weird. And then I was getting really pissed, like, why am I crying? I had such a good day. Mm-hmm. And then like my first thing was to call my sister, which I don't, my sister and I usually text, we don't really call each other. So I call my sister and I start crying on the phone and I don't know why I'm calling her. And I just start crying and then I was like, oh, wow, okay, I just need to say it. Mm. But I still just crying, right? And my sister's like, should I be worried? Should mm-hmm. I call 911? Where mm-hmm. are you? Like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> and I was like, I'm dating a woman. And she's just like, oh my God, that's so cool. And like, I knew she was going to be okay with it. And just saying it, I was like, oh, okay, cool. 
you know, this is awesome. And then obviously had to tell my parents and that was mm-hmm. a whole different story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Mm. Do you know I'm ready for your question? Yes, question. Please. Sorry for getting so excited earlier. No. <laughs> we are all always I excited love. over here talking. <laughs> <laughs> Join the club. Join the club. Listening. <laughs> the question I had, because uh, I, I think about this in my own uh, work with myself. Like, every day I'm going through some sort of transformational thing, and so I'll do my journaling, da-da-da. And so, one thing I ask myself is, like, what have I been identifying with that has been, like, stopping me from, like, being exactly who I am and doing what I want? Like, for example, uh, anytime I hear the words said by myself, like, out loud or in my head, like, I'm supposed to be this way, or I'm, like, I'm not supposed to feel mad right now. Mm-hmm. Or I'm supposed to go and like be able, like get a steady job that makes X amount of money per month. Anytime I, the word supposed to comes up, I know that's me identifying with some sort of like ideal mm-hmm. set of values mm-hmm. that is just like outside of myself. Or even identifying with um, like a, an emotion. Mm-hmm. Like identifying with like, well, I am angry. And then mm-hmm. that becomes a problem. Right? So my question to you guys... Um, has there been something that you've realized that you have identified with like a long period of time and then um, realized it and were able to break free from that identity? Mm-hmm. You've sort of already touched on it, January, yeah. with like how you mm-hmm. were identifying with mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a certain style of performance. I even have more. Go, please. <laughs> more. So my family is like very type A and they're very loud and opinionated. I mean, they're very similar to me in that way. And they're going <laughs> to tell you what they think. And so growing up, my parents, um, they can be controlling and they can put kind of their ideas on us. And they would, they would say that they're not, (laughs) they would say that they're not. And so growing up, if there was something that I didn't do that they wanted me to do, they would automatically tell me I was stubborn. And they're like, you're stubborn. Mm-hmm. And so this word of stubborn, it got to the point of when I was in uh, high school, I told, I was so upset about it one day. They called, they said, you're stubborn, you're being stubborn, Jean Ray, you're stubborn. Mm-hmm. I started, I like broke down. I told them how much it was affecting me. And I also told them, you're never allowed to use that word with me again. Mm-hmm. And thank God they haven't. Um, but it is a word that really triggers me. And... Because I am stubborn. I know I'm stubborn. And I don't want to be the kind of stubborn that I have experienced with them. Because usually stubborn is not is associated in my mind with not having my own opinion. Yeah. With my own say. It's like a reactive state. Yes. And so I tend to then freak out. And... Um, and so that's that's a big one for me. I think I still I'm still going through that one mm-hmm. um, to this day. But that one for me in particular is one that I'm really having to work through. Um, I would say another one for me is that I um, in college I was oh gosh I was I was kind of nasty. Like I would even say like <laughs> I don't like this word, but I would say the B word. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that word, and um, and that's how I was, and it was the way I, that I would, like, protect myself because I was so insecure with having to be 
someone else in college and mm-hmm. trying to do this performing thing that I would just be like, I don't care and be real nasty to people. Yeah. And I can still sometimes see that side of me. Um, I, I think it's hard to get to know me. I think I kind of put up a lot of walls for at, at some times. So um, those are two things that I'm really still still working with and mm. working through. I like what you bring up because when Janelle was asking the question, the first thing I thought of was like, well, everything growing up, right? Because like as a kid, your world gets shaped by what your teachers are mm-hmm. saying, what your family's saying, whether it's good or bad mm-hmm. or neutral. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just has such a huge, like, like you said, right. Just little words can have such a huge trigger, even to you as an adult. Yeah. That just every single thing that happened, whether it was, I don't know, just like a relationship to a certain object or like for me, like sports, like I heavily identify with that. My dad played professionally and that's just something mm-hmm. that I grew up with. And, you know, I chose to keep that legacy. Right. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's fine. It seems healthy. It is not harming anybody. So it's cool. And, Thinking about, for example, growing up super religiously, because that's another thing my family was really into, and still is to this day, right? Like, my mom sings and performs and is an actual professional musician with um, a church in the Woodlands. Mm -hmm. And she sings and leads Bible groups and small Mm -hmm. groups and all that thing, right? So I grew up very much involved in the church. In fact, I was a Eucharistic minister by the time I was 16. Like, this Mm -hmm. is how much... Yeah. Yeah. So I was. (laughs) And so, you know, finding the balance between, yes, I, I don't know that I'll call myself religious and though I believe in God. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I still necessarily a hundred percent identify with being Christian Catholic or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I still kind of do, you know what I mean? And, And just finding that balance of at what point, you know, or how much do I want to disassociate myself from that? while still staying true to myself, because I, I consider mm-hmm. myself a very spiritual person, right? Mm-hmm. And um, very, what's it called? Excessive seven chakra, I would say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or more towards the excessive side mm-hmm. of it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, uh, so, yeah, so just finding yeah, that Yeah, that means she's a big right? thinker for you non-yogis out there. Oh, yeah, very cerebral. Okay, big thinker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Janelle's over here like waving her hand over <laughs> Maria's head <laughs> so yeah so it's, it's that balance that you know you, you bring up right with kids religion and all that thing that for me that's I think that's one of them mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. what about you Haley? Oh, I have so many. I know. I'm, even thinking so now, many. I'm like, oh my God, I should have said this one as well. <laughs> so many. <laughs> I have so many. I mean, a couple of the ones that come to mind for me. One thing that, and I don't know if I'm really answering your question, Janan, and it's like around the question, is that there's a lot of times where my identity is led by my need to be right. Yeah. So that's <laughs> what I mean. That's what I mean. I hit the nail on the head. So like it, it's all of a sudden You're supposed to be right. Yeah, Haley's right? gone, mm-hmm. and uh, you know the the person that just wants to be right starts mm-hmm. leading, and it's important for me to identify that that's happening because that's actually not what I'm committed to, mm-hmm. um, and it's something that what did. Everett this morning looks at me and goes, oh, you've been the master of compromise? And I was like, 
Yeah, I'm going to keep that hat on. I am the master of compromise. Mm-hmm. He's being facetious, by the way, because <laughs> I am not usually. Because what comes out of me is like my um, 30-year history of being right. And, and, and a lot of that, you know, stems from my, um, from my dad. My dad's that way too. And I know that I inherited that from him, but then also, you know, from school and like getting straight A's and like needing to do well and do a good job. And then in sports, like getting it right, doing the right move, calling the right play, saying the right thing, like being the right leader. It was all, you know, it's all mixed up. And that, has done wonders for me. <laughs> it's actually made me very successful. And it's not inherently like, a bad thing. Right. It's not, mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly. And I think that's what's so interesting about it because it, it, it does both. And though what you're speaking to, Janan, is also like just noticing it. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's happening. Because the other one for me is like my, like I am inherently independent. Uh, like so much so that it can stop me from getting to know people. It can stop me from asking for help. It can stop me from being in relationships that I want to be in. And that's the other one I identify with is like always Mm. like, I don't need anybody else. I can do it myself. Mm -hmm. And that's a big one for me too, that especially being in a a relationship now is um, being challenged. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say that actually, is I think that uh, being in, in your relationship right now, like that you're really working through both mm-hmm. of those mm-hmm. oh so much no i know because i hear about it oh my god he just, did this just I a did reminder that. that you are working through yes it, you know yeah all the time and i'm you know really grateful too to have a partner and be in a relationship with a man who is wonderfully kind to me and and patient even though he doesn't think he's patient he's patient with me and he's also doing the same work Mm -hmm. Uh, like we've had conversations about that that he is in the exact same work as I am with that yeah and um you know talk about a whole like staying true to myself is this was a whole nother podcast is like staying true to yourself with someone else you know, and what yes, that looks is. like and how that goes. And I love y'all's story because um, Everett and I actually today have been dating for five months. Yay. Well, Feels oh, like you. so much longer. Feels like so much longer. Like it's been five years. And, and that's something that like with you guys are talking about how you guys started, you know, dating is um, Everett and I kind of, it was like a month and a half in and boy said, I love you. So it didn't take very long. That's and then very I said it back very soon. That is, We're straight yes, that? It is very You know, like my sweet friends and the people who love me dearly have expressed concerns. And like, is, are you moving too fast? Is it okay? Maybe slow down. And I just have to say true to like, no, like we're not, we're moving at the correct pace for us. It works for y'all. There's no supposed yeah. to. Yeah. There's no exactly. supposed to wait a year before moving in or, or blah, whatever blah, blah. the rule is. Yeah. yeah that's, mm-hmm. it's so silly. I think, I think the only people that understand what's actually going on in a relationship is, yeah, it's, it's yeah, nobody else. And Despite the, cats. the fact, and the cats, the, cats. <laughs> the dogs, and the dogs. Yeah, well, cats. <laughs> cats I so love smart. dogs, but I feel like they maybe don't understand. You do. I think they understand love for sure. I, anyway, that's another podcast. <laughs> dogs versus cats. <laughs> I just listened to an episode where Junior oh, was like, I thought about getting a cat, but... <laughs> 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 we heavily disagreed oh, with no. you on that. 
Oh I my actually gosh. saw another one yesterday, but I wasn't feeling it as much. Hey, cats. Certain cat personalities, they're... Can I curse on this? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I guess. Uh, we don't know. They're... Okay. We don't they're know. They're the B word. <laughs> <laughs> I only said the B word because I don't curse. So for me... I don't like that word. If I were to... Well, I don't like it either. Me neither. I like to say... I don't like that word either. I don't like I that like word, word because it's... Something I um, <laughs> because of something I heard one time. I don't like that word because it was a study about how me, the number one thing men say to women when they're abusing them mm-hmm. is they use mm-hmm. the b word. I effing hate that word so mm-hmm. much. I actually so, don't like yeah, it. Yeah, I don't like it. I the, I, I called it a lot. I don't right. like it. Yeah. So cats can be buttheads. Oh, yes, that's a good b word. And some are really freaking cool. Oh, I bet. I bet. Oh, my gosh. Y'all, this has been great. Wait, Janon did an answer. Oh, sorry. I just was excited. Janon has the answer. Uh, We need the the Janon's answer. I identify with sometimes to... Wait, what was the question again? I know. (laughs) It's our own question. question. I mean, I have the the gist of it in my head, so I'll answer. Give it to us. I'll answer from my gist. (laughs) So, um, yeah, the whole going back to, like, supposed to... For a long time, I had this idea in my head that I'm supposed to have a nine-to-five job that pays a certain mm-hmm. amount of money or I'm considered mm-hmm. not successful. And so I was identifying with um, words, like charged words. Mm-hmm. Like stubborn was one, too, that was very charging for me. And saying a sentence of, like, I am blank, like whatever goes into that blank if it has some sort of emotional charge on it for me, mm-hmm. boom, sends me right below the line, sends me into a space of reaction where I'm not really choosing to, like, be myself mm-hmm. anymore. And so, like, I am supposed to make this amount of money came from a very charged place of feeling like a failure yeah. if I didn't make a certain amount of money. So I've done this work through, um, like, Light Your Leadership mm-hmm. and Baptiste Yoga to learn that there's no such thing as supposed to and it come from what I want. And what I want is to be in yoga, the yoga realm, and in business, because I actually really love business. I believe money is not evil. Money Mm -hmm. is actually great. Mm -hmm. I love it. And to be in that business of yoga, of and and knowing that because I'm true to myself, I'm not in yoga for the money, though I know like that I need money to then sustain my life, etc., etc. So I've over the past, actually since I've moved to Houston, mm-hmm. I've really overcome yeah. that identity that I had once mm-hmm. of, I have to make this amount of money, and when I don't do it, I'm being stubborn. Mm-hmm. And it took me, just like you, Haley, having a leap of faith to be like, here I am, big power yoga, hire me, and that's all I'm going to do. <laughs> okay? Yeah. And uh, there have it doesn't work out perfectly either. Like, I wasn't just like, yay, $100,000. Like right away, mm-hmm. I'm still not at that point yet. And though, like so many doors have opened that just could not have opened had I not been like, nah, I'm gonna be true to me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna come from what I want, not from a place of reactivity. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna dive into the ocean of, of yes. bigness that exists underneath my identity, like laying a good good shavasana, mm-hmm. right, or a good yes. meditation. Realize that I'm bigger than my life, and then come out of it and be like, I'm in choice. Mm-hmm. This is who I am, world. I'm Arab and I'm gay and I have a hot wife <laughs> and she is uh, the breadwinner of our family for now and I'm a yoga teacher. Mm-hmm. And those I am statements 
very like powerful for me now. Mm. Yeah, after that's doing good. That work. Heck yeah, girl. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Feeling good. Feeling yeah. good. Round of applause. Okay, Don't now Haley, did you want to say say what you were gonna say? Oh, I just feel great. She feels great. I love it. She I feels feel great. Do you feel like great yourself? I do feel like myself. Amazing. Feel like myself. That's all we can ask for. Ready to conquer the rest of my day. Oh yeah. my gosh. Me. And that's what's so special about once you know yourself and you feel yourself, you know when you're not yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've had a many of those recently. Mm-hmm. It can be daily. And, yep. and like in a particular yes. day, I was I was pissed off at certain cars driving around me today. Yeah. And I immediately <laughs> became not Janan and uh-huh. I became the pissy driver. Yes. And then I realized it and I <laughs> my method of coming back to me was um just like turn up a good song and yes. continue driving. Yes. Yeah. Make it home and realize that time washes away. All the shit that's Float on out. down, sister. <laughs> Float on down. You floated right to us. Yeah. Yes. Oh, thank y'all for being with us. Thank you for uh, having us. So honored. What a Wait. great convo. Be yourself. Great. Really quick. Really our quick. podcast. Tell them. Oh, please. Yes. Tell them. It's called BYO Blanket. Okay. If you can find us on iTunes via BYO Blanket, we find have a them. website called mm-hmm. BYOBlanket.com. Yes. Same thing on all the social media channels. Uh, these guys are going to be a guest on our podcast <gasps> in the near future. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. thrills! Yeah, come be listen. excited. We will uh, build a blanket for it. I will bring uh, that blanket that Janan is wearing. Janan oh, has yeah. a fuzzy blanket. On right now. She brought her own. It's blanket. very fabulous. It's a, a Macy got those for it. It is fancy. Fancy, fancy. Byo blanket. Okay, great. Yeah. All Thank right, you for having us, guys. We, we love, love you. Bye. Bye.